This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. Things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here today talking all about self-compassion. So it definitely came about because like as always with the Fighting Stigma show whatever's going on around me, whatever people are talking about, what maybe something that's in the news, I just have noticed both of myself and others around me we are really really hard on ourselves in the mental health community and I think actually a little bit of a reminder that we could actually be have some compassion for ourselves just like we do with everyone else on the planet because I have to say everyone I've met with mental health seems to just be some of the loveliest, loveliest people and quite frankly, and I do class myself a little bit in that because I think I'm pretty cool. Uh, but it's we don't. I don't think we extend the self compassion, the compassion to ourselves. So I want to have a big chat about that. But before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have often Offices in Hamilton, Tokoro, and New Plymouth. So, if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in, and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Taranaki, or Topo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that again at the end of the show. So just stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab Progress to Health contact details. So you can get a hold of us if you think, hey, that sounds really good. I might be able to have get some support from you or for someone else that you care about. So, as I said, self-compassion. Because actually... So often, it's really easy to give forgiveness, be compassionate to someone else. But how often can we do it for ourselves? How practiced at that are we? How much do we set ourselves up on a higher like pedestal than we do the rest of the world and think, hey, no, I should be better than this, right? And then it just means that life is really, really hard. So 
self-compassion. So today, all about everything I'm talking about it comes from a Center for Clinical Intervention help, help sheet, and it's called the What is Self-Compassion? And it's you can find it on their website, which is cci.health.wa.gov.au. Now, to start with, to define self-compassion, we really we need to start with compassion. So the two really are one and the same. So compassion is an attitude that involves a certain set of feelings, thoughts, motives, desires, urges and behaviours that can be directed toward any living thing, I, yeah, ourselves, someone else, a group of people, society, animals, the environment. And therefore, when we talk about self-compassion, we're specifically saying that this attitude is being directed internally towards ourselves. So it's still compassion, it's just compassion directed at ourself. Self-compassion involves being aware of our own pain and suffering and understanding while feeling this pain is hard, it is a normal human experience. Directing feelings of kindness and care towards ourselves and focusing our attention and energy on how we might alleviate our pain are also crucial elements or components of self-compassion. So why is self-compassion important? Self-compassion can bring great benefits to our mental health and well-being. Particularly, self-compassion can alleviate, activate our soothe system, which calms our threat system, the system responsible for detecting potential dangers in order to protect ourselves, and also our drive system, so the system that spurs us to get things done and be active in life. This is important, as without our soothe system, our threat and drive systems become overactive and can lead to difficult emotions such as anxiety, fear and depression. So they've got a little picture here that's got self-compassion with an arrow down to soothe, and then coming out of soothe is threat and drive. So the opposite of self-compassion is self-criticism. Ooh, how many of us totally recognise that, right? Self-criticism is just a big, big thing, right? So the opposite of self-compassion is self-criticism. We can get stuck in the self-critical cycle where any problems we face activates our threat system and anxious, angry or depressive responses that follow. If we were to use self-criticism as our way of dealing with whatever we are feeling or whatever we're going through, then it just keeps the threat system active and keeps us stuck in the problem and in our emotional suffering. Those who are highly self-critical particularly can benefit from developing the ability to relate to themselves in a more compassionate way. Now, I'm going to play us a song, and while you're listening to this, have a think about, are you someone who's more self-critical, or are you someone who's more self-compassionate? Like, are you passionate to, compassionate to yourself? Are you gentle? Are you caring? Are you understanding? Do you forgive yourself? Do you make allowances for the, hey, it's okay that it didn't go well today, but tomorrow's another day? Or are you just critical and judgy? Because I know my internal dialogue quite often is way more critical and way more judgmental than I would ever do to someone else. But have a think about how that is for yourself while you have a listen to the awesome Ezra Vines singing Braver Than Most here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0.
Welcome back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host, Vanessa, and we're talking all about self-compassion. So listening to that awesome Ezra Vine song, Braver Than Most, thinking about how are we more critical? Are we more compassionate? How are we like for ourselves? Like, are we gentle? Are we kind? Are we forgiving? Do we make space for life to not be perfect? Or are we just critical and judgmental? How did you find what, what was your answer to yourself? Like, just know for you as we go through the next bit. So the next part is, why is it hard to be self-compassionate? Being self-compassionate is hard for most of us for various reasons. The first one, the threat system. Our brain is hardwired to shift into threat mode easily to protect ourselves. And seeing, as the, seeing the negative is our default attention bias, so turning our attention to being more self-compassionate, endeavor, to more self-compassionate endeavors might not be something that it comes easily to, naturally to us. Because like if you're finding yourself constantly feeling under threat, feeling, constantly feeling like you're having to protect yourself, your brain is co- very much going to be looking for everything that's completely wrong. And so being compassionate and taking it easy and giving yourself space for things to not be perfect is going to be quite difficult. Sometimes it's early life experiences. We might not have been taught or shown when growing up how to be compassionate to ourselves. And it might have never occurred to us that treating ourselves kindly was an option. Now that's something that's definitely something that I've come across quite a few times with people that I've supported through Progress to Health is that actually really negative childhood experiences have taught them this like, I'm not worth anything, I'm not someone who actually has good things happen to me. So they just don't expect it, so they don't do it for themselves. 
Also, it could be negative beliefs about self-compassion because it's because self-compassion is not something that we're taught about or talk about a lot, the idea of self-compassion can carry some negative connotations for some people. Some people may think being self-compassion is being too touchy-feely and it will lead to laziness, self-indulgence and self-pity. However, self-compassion is none of those things and everyone can benefit from being a little more self-compassionate or being having a little more self-compassion. And sometimes I think one of the really, really important things is just being aware that actually, hey, I want to look after myself, I want the best for myself, so I'm going to make a really big difference, I'm going to look after me and be gentle and kind and compassionate. So how can you develop more self-compassion? So there's many ways to build self-compassion. By practicing ways to stimulate the soothe system, you can begin to cultivate an attitude of kindness, warmth, concern, understanding and strength within us. And then when you use that attitude to respond to your own struggles rather than reverting to your usual self-critical habits. There's also a building self-compassion workbook that CCI has that I might look at sharing a little bit more of uh, at another later date. But right now I just want to share another song and I want you to have a think about what do you think self-compassion would look like in your life if you were being kind and gentle and understanding and non-critical of yourself, what would that look like? What would your thoughts look like? What would your actions look like? What would maybe, how do you think you'd feel about yourself? So have a think about all that while I play Ginny Blackmore, Love Me Anyway, here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. I don't always know just what to say And I'm not a master at playing these love games Imperfect person is my real name It's nice to meet you, could you love me anyway? Lying awake, thinking about the morning light Will you rise to kiss my face or will you pick a fight? Sometimes though you smile, the question is in your eyes Are we just surviving or baby can we thrive? Is my real name It's nice to 
Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0. So, did you listen to that great Ginny Blackmore song and have a think about how do you think you would be, how would life look if you were being compassionate to yourself? Because one of the things that I think of is that actually we need to have an idea of what action do I need to take? What do I need to do? What does it look like? How do I do it? Because actually I go, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea, Vanessa. I want to try that out. But how do I actually make that a reality in my life? So I just found a really quick list of like seven things that we can do to help show compassion to other people that totally work for us being able to show compassion to ourselves, right? So one, speak with kindness. So you may need to be speaking the blunt truth, but you can still speak with kindness. Apologize when you make a mistake. Now, with that one, for with self-compassion, I think apologize to yourself that a mistake's been made for yourself and forgive yourself. I really think self-compassion, is a huge part of it, is forgiveness of yourself. Because actually, we'll quite often forgive things for other people, but we won't forgive ourselves. And just, we make it a really, really huge deal. And it can, it's just, it can really grind us down. The next one is... Listen carefully and without judgment. So give yourself space to take the time to do whatever you need to do and be without judgment as much as possible. The next one is encourage people. So encourage yourself. Be your own cheerleader. It can make an enormous, enormous difference. Offer to help someone with a task. That is a way of being compassionate. But maybe for yourself, so self-compassion would be asking, accepting help for a task. Maybe it's about allowing yourself to need help and accept the support of those around you. And the next one is be happy for someone else's success. Now, I think that one could just stay exactly the same while still being self-compassion because actually sometimes what happens is when we're celebrating someone else's success, we can totally do that, but then we're critical and judgmental of ourselves that we haven't achieved the same success. And actually, if we maybe just without judgment of ourselves celebrate someone else's success, I think that could be a really great step to self-compassion. And then the last one on my really short list there is accept people for who they are. Now, I think that's an enormous part of self-compassion, accepting ourselves as we are, accepting our foibles, our way we do things, our good points, our bad points, our strengths, our weaknesses, just the things that make us who we are is really, really important. Like, And it can go a huge way to living a self-compassionate life and living with a bit more sense of acceptance of ourselves and self-love because I think actually that's the things that make life so much better but sometimes what happens is we're just not feeling compassionate about ourselves we're not feeling forgiveness we're feeling very critical very judgmental everything is going horribly wrong and maybe life is just throwing way too many challenges your way but what we might need to do is have a chat to someone so what I'm going to do is play a series of support lines so if you ever find you do need to talk to someone you know who to ring and how to get hold of them so the first support line that I want to give you is 1737 now that's pretty much what it's called so need to talk 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. 
The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800... 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111757 Now they're there if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508 And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people... Um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, So the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. 
So hopefully you got all those phone numbers down. If you don't, don't stress. I do play that series of support lines at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma here on Free FM 89.0. So listen again next week on Thursday at midday, Friday at 5.30am or Sunday is also a repeat at 3.30pm. Uh, you can find us on Spotify or on the live stream or just on the podcast on Free FM website which is freefm.org.nz or on Apple Podcasts or on the accessmedia.nz app. So find a way that you want to find Fighting Stigma and come back and listen again and you'll be able to grab all those details. But that's pretty much all we have time for today. So from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.